Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. All right. Um, so after Dustin, skeletons. So the one in front of you two, uh, it is going to turn its attention to this horse that just got it and was trying to attack it. So he will claw at the horse. Ah. That'll hit. That'll hit. That's going to be six points of slashing damage. Okay. And the other one is going to shuffle his way around. Oh, make a concentration check. Oh, uh, how do you make concentration checks? In Constitution roll saving throw. Aha. And, and so you took six, so it would be you need a DC of ten. Oh, so the entangle goes away. <laughs> okay, bye, entangle. We're <laughs> bad adventurers. <laughs> we really are. Maybe we should just not become adventurers. All right, so the skeleton starts oh, to move. Level and, two. And, and he sees all of this entanglement start to go away, so he just shuffles his way around. So, And he can get close enough. He can get one attack in. Ow. Poop. So he will also try to claw... Oh, that misses! Haha! And the horse, the horse rears back, and the skeleton misses, and almost overbalances forward, and then comes back. All right, so Anders is like, "Uh, you're not running over the bridge. I don't understand." <laughs> I lift a, I lift a, a hoof like one second. <laughs> and he does kind of cock and say, "He's like, wait, where's Kimmy? Where'd you get a horse?" <laughs> so, after Krona. You now have a horse next to you. The last thing Kimmy told you was to get on. And you have a skeleton in your face. <laughs> you hear the voice behind you say, Mounted combat? I don't know if you're any better at that. I mean, I guess I get on the horse. There we go. Alright, so Krona <laughs> climbs up onto Kimmy's back. I rear up menacingly. <laughs> Alright, so. Do you want to take a swing at one of these creatures when you do? Sure. Alright. <clears throat> uh, which one was the one that I was attacking? That one? You were attacking, yep, that one. Okay, I'm going to attack that one again, I guess. Okay. You hit him. So you swing your, your blade in, you slash into him, and he, uh, you this time finish off cutting through to the other hip, and, like, his top kind of drops an inch, and then tilts off and falls to the ground, and yes. he just sort of fall, starts to fall apart, and you see his mouth just kind of going open and shut, open and shut, and then it just stops, and the jaw clicks away, and Kurchega's like, ah, damn it. There goes another good one. So he is done. He collapses into just a pile of bony dust. Alright, so after Krona finishes him off, and you hear, you hear, oh, not terrible, not terrible. Only took two, two hits, two hits this time. And yet, good thing is you're not dead yet. <laughs> Alright, so after Krona is Bree. So Bree, you just got heavy duty kicked. And you are now standing between Kerchega and this horse. Yeah, I don't like that. 
So you can take, oh. th we do have uh, the disengage action, which would allow you to get out of the threatened area without taking attacks of opportunity. Um, you could take the dodge action, which will give them disadvantage on their attacks if you stay put. Or you can try to attack them. Yeah, no, I don't have enough hit points. I'm going to disengage as well. All right. So where do you want to go when you disengage? I, uh, you, I'll probably run this way. All right. So you follow, you follow Dustin into the tree line just real quick. Well, I also have favorite terrain of the woods, so I'd rather oh. her back here. Okay. <clears throat> So, do you want? You can move uh, thirty-five feet is your movement. So you can move all the way to the edge of the map if you wanted to. No, I'd, I'm not running away. I just want to get away from that right now. Okay. So, after three disengages, Kerchega says, "Huh. All right then." <clears throat> Cracks the bones in the back. You see the spine crack, <laughs> and he just starts to casually walk back toward both of you. <laughs> So, he's going to attempt to stab. Let's see. I'm going to roll. 50-50. High hits Bree, low hits Dustin. Let's give a try for Bree. <laughs> Alright, here we go. So, he, he, he confidently strolls toward you. And the arrow, he hasn't bothered. It's still just as he walks. Just bopping up and down. And he's like, I think I like the look. It's not bad. And then he'll attack you. So, he gets... He stabs, and you dodge aside on the first one, and then he stabs again, and you once again, like, swat it with your bow, and he misses. He's like... This is frustrating me to no end. Why won't you die? Die again. Kimmy... Yes. So you are a horse. You now have Krona riding on the back of you and a skeleton in combat <clears throat> with you. Yeah. I am... Oh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to take disengage action. Okay. And I'm going to use all 60 feet of my movement to go down the bridge towards Anders. Oh, okay. On my back. Not what we're doing now. All right, so Kimmy and Dustin are going to move down the bridge. So, so you guys get all the way down to the edge of the bridge down there, and Anders is like, "Oh, good, somebody's listening to me. Thank goodness." <laughs> <sighs> I always listen to Anders. <laughs> He's like, "Wait, you left Kimmy." <laughs> he has no idea that Kimmy is actually the horse. He didn't. He kind of missed that in his in his running away. All right. I've never done it before ever. So after Kimmy moves away, he Kerchega looks at his horse and he points toward the bridge, and the horse is going to try to follow. I knew it. But he does have to double move to follow after you, so he cannot attack you. So he just comes charging around the rocks, kind of leaps over the back edge of the rocks, and is charging toward you. Meanwhile, the shadow creature that follows Dustin is floating along behind, and it sort of reappears on the other side. You don't get to leave that quickly. I'm, 
I'm here to tell you how to do these things. You need to keep <laughs> me close by. All right. So after Dustin, you are now uh, toe to toe again with Kerchega. He has followed you. Uh, Dustin turns to Riel and asks, "Are are we going, or are we trying to get this guy first? Ah. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> I'll understand what you to say. <laughs> what? He's just gonna follow us, right? Like, yeah. Um, what's the benefit for flanking? Is there anything? I give a uh, advantage if you flank. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm. I I want to move on this side and try to hit him with my axe. All right, so you move around him, staying within his threat, so that you don't get an attack, and then you're going mm-hmm. to go after him. All yes. right. 21? 21 will hit him. 13 points of slashing damage. He actually looks rather startled by that. Like, he kind of watches. He stabs and stabs, and Bree dodges, and he's a little surprised. And then, Dustin, you move as he's distracted, and he tries to whip around after you. And then you just slash into him. And you kind of uh, take out, like, his left arm above the elbow. And it's just sort of hanging by, like, one piece of bone and kind of useless. And he looks down and he's like, damn it! Stop it! <laughs> Only one attack now! So, <laughs> after you hit him, that was Dustin, uh, he yells at the other skeleton, get over here! And it's just like... <laughs> so it runs up behind you. Of course it does. And it's going to attempt to come after you. And now it's flanking with you. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. So it will slash at you with its claw. Yeah. It gets a 20. 20 hits. Four points of slashing damage. Alright, I'm unconscious again. No. Shit, now I don't get flanking bonus. It's <laughs> uh... <laughs> not going as well, so well. Bree, you do notice, though, that Kerchega is looking very bad off. He's taken a lot of damage from you guys. Yeah, I know. But he still looks really cocky. Like, he is... doesn't seem too worried about this. He looks down, he's like, ah, good, another ally to come back soon. Great. Ha, I like when they join my side. Then, Skeleton ran around. Anders is going to pick up a rock. He runs up and he's going to throw it at that horse. Get away from him! Leave him alone! I think he hits the horse. He does. So he hits the horse. That's wild. (laughs) Anders is better than my character. (laughs) So Anders does two points of damage to the horse with his rock as he cracks against the bone. Actually, no wait, that's bludgeoning damage. Anders does Mm. three points of damage to the horse. Nice. Ooh. As it seems to be more uh, damaged by bludgeoning. Really? It is a skeletal horse. Alright, so Andrews is like, get away from them! Leave them alone! Krona, you are riding on the back of Kimmy. The skeletal horse has charged after you. What do you want to do? And you hear, oh, take it apart! Keep the pieces! They're interesting. Play like a puzzle later. <laughs> does, this, does the shadow make the sound effect too? It did. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
So what is Krona gonna do? Uh, I guess I'm a. I guess I'm attacking the horse. All right. You see the shadow move. Swing here, right here, right here. Bet you can miss. Go for it. Oh. <laughs> so you get a critical hit. Roll me some damage. Wait. Oh, just an instant critical. Yeah. Yep, uh, 20 is, an, is a critical in 5th edition. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so uh, you do... Oh, man. 12, <laughs> you do 15 points of damage, 12 slashing, and 3 fire damage on that attack. The horse is severely damaged by that. Not, di- not yep. destroyed, but... Uh, you shatter, like, a bunch of bones, and its neck kind of tilts to the side... <laughs> and the jaw is completely gone, and there's like black flame licking through its neck area. And uh, for the first time, your little shadow creature is like, uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It turns out mounted, mounted combat is Krona's like forte. <laughs> Seems to be. All right, so Bree, you take a slash with your sor- short sword. Yeah, sorry. Now, didn't you take two weapon fighting this this uh, level? If you I did drop both your swords, you get two attacks. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, let's see, Bree, two weapon fighting. That is that is what I took. Yep. So you have two swords. So you get to add your ability modifier to the damage of the second attack, where normally you would not. So you roll, you uh, you take, you draw your two swords. Your bow is now lying in the trees, and Kerchega is like, huh? and then you just two slashing attacks on him. Both of them will hit. Roll damage. All right, five for one of them, and then what do I get to add to the second? Uh, so you get to just do and hit, click the short sword attack again because you get your regular damage. Okay. All right. So you uh, he his. If his eyes could go wide, like, you see, like, his head go back, and that's just as you bring your one short sword across his ribcage, and then the other, you take the neck off as he tries to kind of get out of the way, and his head goes left, his <laughs> torso goes right, and the head is rolling away, and the last thing you hear is, what? Ah! And then you just see their head roll through the foliage. Very nice. Nice. Kachega is destroyed. You can still move if you would like to. There is a skeleton looming over Dustin. Yes. It looks uh, surprised as Kerchega's head flies away. You see the skeleton just with the mouth open, like. Well, I can. Uh, yes, I am gonna move then towards him. Okay. Ah, oh, shit! That's a bad idea. I don't have enough hit points to draw fire away from. <laughs> I don't. Let, you can choose not to get right base to base with him if you want to. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. All right. So after Bree, it'll uh, do us no good if we're both unconscious. No, <laughs> so Kerchega was just rearing back with his blade to stab at you again, and the blade just flies away, kind of clinks into the rocks behind you, and the little arm that was broken, like it snaps off, and it's just kind of laying there, pointing its fin- one finger at you, like sticking out of the ground like his final like angry 
And then Kimmy. So you are toe to toe with this other horse. Krona just did a ton of like he just ripped it into pieces almost. This thing looks really hurt. Let's try and finish it off. I rear back and I try to kick with my hooves. Okay. Nice. Alright, so you kick, but it manages to kind of back up a few steps. Crap. And you don't hit it. <laughs> it is going to return the favor and kick at you, Kimmy. Oh boy. So here come the hooves. Oh, oh no! Oh my god. Alright, so it kicks you and does 12 points of bludgeoning damage as it just kicks into your chest. Krona, do me a favor and just make me an acrobatics check. Uh, uh, as uh, Is it needed? You're, oh, you're almost tossed from the saddle at this. <laughs> oh no! Krona, you do get tossed out of the saddle and land on the ground. Uh, you are going to take... So you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you slam down on your back and hit the ground. Ow. All right. And uh, as the horse kicks Kimmy and Krona flies off, mm -hmm. uh, Kimmy flies back and reverts back into a gnome. Okay. So Kimmy reverts into a gnome. So Krona, when you, when you uh, get a clear look at what's happening, you see Kimmy lying next to you on the, on this bridge. Because uh, you're both kind of just lying here on the ground. All right. So after the horse kicks, it is Dustin who needs to make another saving throw. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, there you start. You're good. Oh, all right. That's the same thing you rolled last time, Dustin. I know. Yeah. It's all like right. deja vu, but terrible. So, uh, Bree, you, you notice again, Dustin's in bad shape. All right, so after Dustin, the skeleton, he's going to shuffle forward. And he is going to attack you, Bree. And it, he he looks at where Kerchega's head is lying, and he just turns his face toward you. And make me an insight check, Bree. It was his wife. <laughs> It's not very good. No. Alright, uh, the only thing you glean for sure is this thing is, is definitely focused on destroying you. It is undead. Alright, <laughs> so it claws at you. And it will hit. And it does. Five points of slashing damage to you, Bree. <laughs> Are you still conscious? No. You're unconscious? Yeah. All right. Oh. So from the bridge, Anders yells at you two because you are both down. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Dustin and Bree, they're, they're, oh, my God, it's going to kill them. All right. Yeah, it might. So. Do, um, before that happened, mm -hmm. because it's a favored enemy, I get advantage on wisdom um, and intelligence checks to recall information about them. Okay. Did that have anything to do with what I rolled? No, no. So okay, fine. just checking. Yep. All right. So both Bree and Dustin have collapsed, and this skeleton just looks down, and it's almost like it's choosing which one is going to rip apart first when it gets a chance. And Dang then, it. that was its turn. Anders uh, 
he looks up at the big horse and he's like, why don't you knock it off, you stupid bully? He picks up another rock and he's going to try to take this horse down. Fanders kills the horse. He hits it. I'm okay with that. And he shatters wow. the breastbone with the rock he throws. It's it's already very heavily damaged from the flames from Krona and from everything Kimmy did. And he just shatters the breastbone, which collapses any sort of support for this thing. And the horse collapses to pieces. Ooh. And uh, Krona, you hear, oh, look, the little one with the rock finished it off. Not you. <laughs> Maybe you should start with a rock friend. <laughs> All right. Kimmy's mouth is just like a gate. <laughs> he runs He's over gone. and he he like he leans down and kind of helps Kimmy like back up to her feet. Come on, it's okay. We can take this guy. All right. So after Anders, Krona, you are uh, you're lying on your back on the bridge. It takes half your movement to stand back up. Okay. Uh. So I can move here then? Because I can only move three since that's since I already yep, lost so half my movement. And you and you run down the bridge a little ways. What do you want to do? Uh, can I reach with my crossbow there? Uh, you should be able to. I believe your crossbow is at least 80 feet for the minimum. Before you need to do a disadvantage. Let me see. Is stuff, in, is stuff in the way, or can I just shoot right at them? Or? Oh, no, you have a clear shot. That cart is okay. low enough that it's uh, a clear shot. So, yep, your okay. crossbow has a range of 80, so you're good to go. Eh. Hey. You will hit with an 18. You do 11 points of damage. So, this, this skeleton is looking down, and it's, like, kind of deciding. It's, and then it's sort of leaning in close to the brie. And your arrow sticks right through the base of the back of its head. And it kind of staggers and stands straight up and turns around to look back at you. <laughs> and it starts to turn like it's about to come in your direction. Because it didn't realize that you all were still a threat. Mm -hmm. Alright, so that was Dustin. Or that was uh, Krona. Bree, <coughs> I need a uh, constitution or a death save. Sorry, I need you to make a death saving throw. All right, that is one failure. So both Bree and Dustin are looking very bad at the moment. <clears throat> GG. All right, Kimmy, you uh, Anders has helped you. Like he grabbed and pulled you up, and you look back now. You can see both your friends lying in heaps on the ground. I blush a little, and I take out the two magic stones I still have. I give one to Anders, mm. and I say, you think you can hit that skeleton with this? I can sure try. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to try with my slang to hit it as okay. well. Ooh. You definitely nice. hit him. Very nice. Okay. Uh, then... Going to be four damage. So you swing your sling around, and you loose the, the rock... The skeleton is just turning with the arrow sticking up out of the back of its head. Your rock hits it in the skull and the skull, <laughs> the rock and the skull keep going. And the, <laughs> and the skeleton body just sort of falls on top of your friends. 
Oh. <laughs> and they both die instantly. <laughs> they, both, they both immediately fail their death saves. No, ah, uh, darn it. So, that was Kimmy's turn. Kimmy, you can move. Okay. Uh, you can use your movement. So is the is the skeleton just dead? Oh yeah, you just decap like it, it's, oh. <laughs> yeah, you finished it off. Its head went flying and its body just fell over. Oh well, I say. Oh, sorry, Anders. <laughs> He's like, no, that was great. Wow. He's like, that was impressive. Oh, whoa. I'm, I kick my foot a little. I'm like, oh, thank you. It's so good. I think they're in real trouble still, though. Oh yes, <laughs> I should probably go over there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna book it over that way. All right. So Dustin, uh, you need to make another death save. Yes, Kimmy is now running to oh, try to man. get to you guys. Okay, let's see. Here it goes. Death save. Ooh. You, you shake yourself awake. Not for the first time wow. since since this has all started. You shake yourself. Like, all of a sudden your eyes open. Like, you just will yourself back to consciousness. And you're Ooh. lying there. Bree's lying next to you. Her breathing is really haggard. And there's this skeleton just sort of slumped across both of you. <laughs> but you are conscious. Okay. So, but that is your turn for now. Oh, All right. Man. So, uh, Anders is going to uh, run back and pick up uh, his knife, and then he continues to run, and he kind of gets about there, and he stops, and he's sort of looking around, and he's like, "I'm going to keep an eye out." I'm, All right, I'm watching. It's okay. Chrono, <laughs> there are no more skeletons in sight that you can see. Uh, but Bree, uh, you hear Dustin kind of go, <gasps> and you see him start to move on his own. But Bree is still in trouble. Uh. Well, if there's no more skeletons, I guess I can get my health back from the thing. All right. So you you hear uh, the voice. He he says, uh, "Oh well, uh, it's about." And then as you let the blade kind of go dark. And the flames turn off. He fades and disappears. Gotcha. All right. So uh, you can move double movement if you want to try to run to your friends. Sure. All right. So Bree, on your turn, make me another death save. All right, so uh, your breathing kind of evens out a little. Maybe you're coming back. And then Kimmy. Okay. I'm going to make the rest of the way there and uh, do a medicine check on Bree. Okay. All right, Hello. so you stabilize her, so she is not dying. Nice. Thank goodness. That Anders. means I'm not zero. Anders looks around, he's like, Wow, thanks so much for saving me. Wow, you guys really got hurt doing that too. That was that was so nice of you. I'm just glad you're alright, Anders. Well, I'm glad you guys are mostly okay. You did you did really good too. Well thanks. you know, I tried to do my best before you got here, but I was just, I was really outnumbered and so I figured if I got to higher ground, but then I, I dropped my knife while I was climbing. Mm. I, I tried to hang on to it, but I slipped and I figured it was better to let the knife go than to fall because they were right behind me. Did he pick up his knife again yet? Yeah, he picked up his knife. Oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> he's hanging on. To, he's, he's holding it. He's looking up and down. He's like, huh, I think I'm, I I'm going to head back to my dad's and like uh, get inside. I don't think it's safe to be outside. Do you think you can make it back safely? 
I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay like near the road, but I'm gonna try to hide in the trees if I hear anything. I think I should be okay. They only they only caught me out in the open because I, I didn't I didn't know they were coming. I, I just was out. I, I put a, I was putting up a sign and I was hammering into the post, and all of a sudden I heard this of horse hooves, and I turned around, you know, thinking, well, maybe it's my dad checking on me. It wasn't my dad checking on me. That guy was really terrifying. You know, my mom used to tell me stories about him to, like, keep me from, like, sneaking out and doing stupid stuff when I was a little bit littler. Like, you know, you don't want to be out in the dark. You never know when the skeleton's going to get you. Oh, I didn't know she was right. Turns out you didn't have to be in the dark. You just had to be in the light, too. I know. But are you guys heading back, too? Do you want to go with me? We're actually headed to the cemetery. What? Why do you want to do that for? That's crazy. There's going to be like so many more of these guys in the cemetery. Oh. I mean, that's probably where they came from. I mean, unless maybe, you know what? Maybe you're smart. Maybe they all left the cemetery. So the only safe place is the cemetery. (coughs) That's some blood that comes up. And I'm like, that's what I'm hoping for. You don't look so good. I don't feel good. Yeah. Are you sure you want to go to the cemetery? I want to lay here for about an hour first. (laughs) I mean, maybe if you go to the temple, it'll be better. Well, I wouldn't stay over here. I mean, there's there's better tree cover on the other side of the bridge, I think. Mm. I mean... Good eye, Anders. I try. I'm trying... Someday I'm going to go on an adventure. Well, I guess I did go on an adventure today. Mm. You could always come with us. I... I might get in big you gotta trouble. Got a on arm. I know, but I'm, I might get in big trouble. My dad might get mad at me. But if you help us save the village, hmm. I mean, if you think so, Kimmy, why don't you roll a persuasion check, Kimmy? Uh oh. <laughs> Kimmy no. is not as persuasive as Plato. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, I was told to get the signs put up and get right back, and I mean, especially, I mean, I'm kind of worried about my mom and dad. Somebody's got to keep an eye on them. That's fair, but but as Still soon as I as soon as I oh as soon as I know they're safe, uh, I'll maybe I'll sneak out and come see if you guys are okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Before before Anders goes, I give him a cookie. <gasps> oh, thanks so much. He gives you a hug. Thank you so much, <gasps> Kitty. <laughs> uh, I pat him on the back. <laughs> He's like, "All right, well, be safe." Mm, that's a really good cookie. Uh, take care, mm. take care of them. She looks like she's real bad off. Yeah, you know. I'll take care of Bree. He points at the cart. You should just put her in that and drag her across the the river too. <laughs> just like Winra. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Uh, you be safe. I'll be safe. And if I can get back and help, I will do my best. But I got to make sure everybody's safe back at home." Hmm. Actually, uh, also, before he goes, I'm going to summon three more magic stones and give him all three. Are you sure you don't want to keep one? No, I can make them whenever. So uh, you just take those. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys if you guys don't see me, when you get back to town, make sure you come back to the Weary Knave and check in, okay? That's good. All right. All right. Good luck, guys. And he... Uh, looks around and you see him he like starts darting from rock to rock like real sneaky like and uh 
run goes down the street like ducking from tree to tree like he's being sneaky <laughs> and then you guys are left on your own with a uh, very injured Dustin and an unconscious Bree what do you guys want to do how far is the temple uh, the temple from here is it's a couple miles to the south it's probably about four miles south on the other side of the river oh so it's like totally the wrong direction it is in the opposite direction of where you're going but that doesn't mean you can't go there. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should just rest up and then push on, maybe? I don't know. Go find somewhere to hide. All I know is I can't make any decisions. I'm unconscious. <laughs> She'd know where to hide in the forest, too. <laughs> Well, I think uh, we should take Anna's advice and we'll put a uh, free in the cart mm. and then maybe try to cross the bridge. Okay. Yeah. Or can we look at this zombie guy? Did he have anything good? Sure. Mm. You can take a look. Um, so he was carrying um, his rapier, which I mean, it was still in pretty good condition that the hilt might need a little work uh, from having been buried with him for a long time. Um, so that looks like it's a, it's a workable weapon. Uh, however, the, nothing else on him looks like worth anything. The clothes are mostly ruined. Uh, they were kind of just in pieces and tattered and the breastplate he's wearing is, is really rusty. Like even where you were attacking him, like there were like rusty pieces just flaking off and it was not doing him much good as far as protection went. Yep. And the, the, the other skeletons were mostly wearing tatters and rags, and they were no, they didn't even have weapons. They were just clawing at you with their fingers. Anything good in the horse saddlebags? Uh, no, it appears that the horse's saddlebags must have been removed before the horse was slaughtered. <laughs> that would make sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. Understandable. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go across the river and rest in the woods? I think so. Okay. All right, so you guys... Unless anyone else has any ideas... I'm alright with that. Yeah. Okay, so you guys collect Bree, get her in the little cart. Uh, do me a favor, uh, Casey, roll a d4 for me. Four. Alright, so with no outside healing, Bree will wake up on her own in two hours. Okay. Alright, so you make your way across the bridge. Um, who You guys can make me, uh, those of you that are awake, can make me perception checks to look out for danger. Alright. All right. Supernomize. Yep. So you guys go across. You find a, a spot kind of in a cluster of trees off the road. Um, you move further away from the river so that the river sounds aren't uh, hmm. kind of interfering with actually hearing approaching people. So you move closer, um, maybe like within a quarter mile of the crossroads. And you kind of settle down to rest. So um, you get settled in. And for about an hour, you're able to kind of sit rest Bree is still unconscious but she seems like she's starting to get better um, so those of you that are awake can roll uh, hit dice if you want to to bring yourselves back and get the benefits of a short rest okay. so I just roll my hit oh, is there a thing I could just click on yes. nice that's good so 11. I'm back to full nice 
So, um, toward the end of that first hour of resting, Kimmy, you mm -hmm. hear cracking branches oh. nearby. It sounds like something is approaching you. Okay. Uh, Kimmy was in the middle of making a a little badge for herself with a horse on it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, and she tells everybody, I think I hear someone coming. I reach for my axe and get on guard. Okay. So. Everybody who's awake can roll me some stealth checks to see if you're noticed. Now it's been over an hour or more. So, so pass without a trace is gone. Okay. All right. So. All right. So you hear these footsteps and they're getting closer and they sound like uh, they're running. And then you can actually hear it sounds like uh, somebody like, you know, breathing like they've run a long way. They're kind of <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden um, the footsteps like stop. You hear like, shh. And you hear a shaky voice say, Who's there? I hear you. Come out. Come out right now. And Dustin, you actually recognize, or you think you do, uh, this sounds like um, a young man that you know not f very well, but um, he's a acolyte who studies at the temple. Mm -hmm. uh, and you believe his name is Rufio. He's this young young boy who joined in the last couple years. <laughs> Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> Can I look out and try to see who it is and confirm who I think it is? Sure. So I do that. Should I make your perception check? Uh, no, he actually, uh, surprisingly, he, he isn't trying to hide. He's just sort of like standing out. And um, he is just standing there with this, this mace in his hand. And uh, he's wearing his acolyte robes. And his hand is shaking a little bit as he is pointing the mace in the direction of the trees where you're hiding. And he has, like, his clothes are disheveled. And he's got a cut across his forehead. But... Otherwise, he just mostly looks shaken up. Okay. I say, uh, Rufio, come over here quietly. <gasps> Dustin, Dustin, is that you? <sighs> yeah, it's me. Get, now, shh. He, he stumbles quickly over and, like, comes into the trees where you guys are, and he, he looks, he's like, oh, what, what in the hell are you doing out here? It's not safe. It's, it's just not safe. We're trying to find the source of this undead. Oh. I think it has to do with that haunting fiddle noise. Oh, I mean, you might be right. I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, I'm trying to find uh, Father Grimble. He uh, he took some of the other acolytes. They were preparing for a funeral service and they left this morning just before dawn to, to go up to Raven's, Raven's Rest. Uh, but uh -oh. they didn't they didn't come back and then, you know, the music and then... Uh, I was I was in the temple with, with the other with the, they left one of the other acolytes with me, and these things broke the doors open, and and they started piling in, and he he got in their way, and he he told me to get out and go find the father and get help, and they they ripped him apart as I was trying to get out a window and get away, and and I fell and I hit my head, but I managed to to escape and and I'm trying to go get the father and bring him back, but they've, they've overrun the temple now. 
Oh. Oh no. Oh. I think Rufio might have just got a promotion. <laughs> he says, "Oh, um also, he's like um I I I ran past Councillor Murick's house while I was coming here and mm-hmm. and I there's something happening there. He was yelling for help from inside the house. Um and I, I yelled back that I would try to find him help, and I yelled that I was going to get the priest. Um, but he seems like he was in real danger. There was, like, crashing and banging, and I don't know, some of these must have gotten inside there, too. I, I don't know, do you want to go back and help him, and I'll go get the priest? Hmm. Well, Rufio, yeah. unfortunately, we're not in any condition to travel, as oh, you can see. Um, breathe still. Yeah. I, maybe I can help with that. Oh, let me let me look at her. Let me see. Um, oh yeah, she's she's been really injured. She's she's really badly hurt. Okay, all right. So um, all right. Uh, I've been I've been practicing. The the father's been been helping me with my spells. So, all right. Um, here we go. Here we go. All right. I'm gonna do this. Is this is a cure 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 wound spell that I learned recently? All right. So, and he touches Bree. And you get 11 hit points back when he touches you. And he's, he says, uh, huh, okay, how, how are you feeling? Um, are you, let me see your wounds. Are you more injured? And he's kind of checking you out. Um, how much more do you need for health? To who? To Bree. Seven. All right. Seven people. So he, uh, he's like, all right, all right, let me see. Um, let me see what else I can do. I've, I've all right, um. So, uh, all right, I'm going to do this, uh, and he tries, uh, he's got a healing word he's going to cast on you, too. Let's see. All right, so he gives you six more hit points back. All right, all right, so you two, you look okay. All right, he looks at Dustin, and he's like, all right, you look horrible, Dustin. Let me see. Can I get some of whatever she got? Yeah, let me let me let me try to give you a little bit. Uh, all right, and he does the incantation again for cure wounds, and he gives you ten hit points back. He goes, "How's mm. how's that?" Um, I mean, if you got any more, I would take some. All right, all right, hang on. Uh, all right, healing word. I I think I can do, <laughs> and he'll, and he gives you eight more hit points. Very nice. Mm. Pretty sure that caps me out. So. And he looks now. He looks from Krona to Kimmy. How are you two doing? Give him a thumbs up. Okay, okay. Krona, how are you? I mean, I'm a, I'm a little, I got a little few scratches, but I'm not too bad. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't. I mean, it's. I don't want to send you into a fight and not have you. You know, I, I can do. I can do another one. Um, all right. Ready? Uh, and he gives you seven hit points back. Thank. Uh, thanks. All right. Um, so you guys gonna go? If I go get the priest, are you gonna go and help the counselor? We do we hear the music coming from the cemetery? Make a perception check. Okay. Because oh, yeah. it took us like an over an hour to get out here, right? Yes. And would it take about an hour to get back? Probably. Oh wow! Yeah. So the the sound is definitely coming from the north. And you guys are just a little ways from the crossroads, and north—the only thing north of here of any significance is Raven's Roost, uh, Raven's Rest. I say, well, uh, Rufio, if you yeah. saw the the counselor 
and his house is back in town, right? No, no. Uh, so you guys know, uh, Councillor Murick keeps an estate on this side mm. of the river. He doesn't like to live in town. He's kind of like it's been his family's home mm. for a yeah. long time. So it, it's just it's just about maybe a half mile or so, or maybe a little more south of the crossroads. So it's not far from here. You could get there fairly quickly without too much trouble. I don't know. I still feel like going to the cemeteries. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know. I mean, Councilor Merrick's an old man. These things might kill him. He, he doesn't really, I mean, he's just got a couple servants living with him. I mean, nobody expected this. No, of course not, but if if we're right and we can put an end to it by going to the cemetery, that would help him and the rest of the town. I'll be honest, yeah. though. I don't think he had much time. It sounded... I mean, I really wanted to stop and help. But I was scared that I'd be killed. <clears throat> and, I mean, that sounds terrible, and I'm embarrassed for being weak, but I I think that I, I if I can get Father Grimble, I'm sure that, that he can help. I'm sure of it. I tell Rufio... You're not weak. Everybody has their own strengths. Don't worry. I, I put in his hand, I put a little merit badge with, uh, like, healing hands on it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank, thank you so much. I mean, I do. I really do try. But, I mean, I, I think that you all, I think that you, you could help the counselor. I don't think it would take you too long. There's There's a lot of you, and there's, I don't think that, I think there was only one or two things that were chasing him. I don't know. What do you guys think? I still, I still say cemetery. <laughs> I feel bad for the councilman, but I don't like this music. Yeah, I'm also leaning cemetery still. But if we get to the cemetery and stop it, the councilman will be fine. So cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then I, if, I, I guess. If, dies i guess if father grimble's safe he might be able to cast raise dead or something i don't i don't know i hope so i mean i hope that you know it doesn't kill him and then he because if he comes back is if he if oh. he rises he won't be able to come back uh, <laughs> damn it. crap i mean i i think that i can get get the priest i think that he if if you guys can do this but why and the music, though. The music. I don't know. But don't the music's like been it. going for hours at this point. Do you like really this. think that the head priest is okay? Like, if he was there, wouldn't he have put a stop to it? I mm. mean, I'm sure there's a reason he hasn't. And, and as soon as I get there and find out, I'm sure he'll be okay. I, I like your gumption, Rufio, but I don't. I think it's misguided. I say that lightly. I don't know. I just, I just know for sure, and I feel like I told him I would send help, and you are the first people I've run into that I that I could send back. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't think the poor old man has long for this world if, if someone doesn't help him. Rufio's trying to guilt trip us. <laughs> I think that uh, we have gotten into, in general, in other games as well, too much trouble listening to NPCs. <laughs> poor Rufio. They've gotten us into some bad situations. He, he, this he looks like such a trustworthy young man. I really kind of wish he had rainbow hair. <laughs> <laughs> if only I'd press digitation. Dang it! He's, he's, like 
he had black hair with like a red in it, didn't he? Yes, yeah. Ruf yes, that Rufio did indeed have black hair with red in it. I don't know who this I is. Kind of, I kind of was hoping that that's what it looked like. Jeanette, I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he says, please, please, will you go and help him? Will you please? Uh, I think I think that I can at least, if I don't find the father, I'll at least be able to come back and tell you what I see. I'll, I'll, I'll be like a, a scout. I'll scout ahead. And just think how grateful the councilman will be if you save him. I mean, he's he's the head of the town. Mm. What, what is difficult uh, reveal? What does Krona think? I don't know. Krona's very quiet. Yeah, Krona didn't vote yet. <clears throat> Krona doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe Dustin's starting to be guilted into. Maybe. Please, please, my friends, please go help him. We think this fiddle's maybe the cause of all this, right? Yeah. But, like, how far is the cemetery? Uh, mm. The cemetery is a couple miles north. Yeah, so it'd be like the house is way closer. Mm -hmm. So it's like sidetrack for a few minutes to go deal with this and then go back north. get into trouble. I'm just saying. You, you, you get into trouble every freaking time. Yeah, that's true. Says, I, I think that we're wasting time. He needs, he needs help. He really does. Please. You can help him. I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I have, I can't do it. I'm not well enough trained. He, How many people were there? How many zombies? I, I didn't. I, all I heard, he was yelling from the house. He he came to a window as I was running by, and I heard him scream for help. And I looked back, and as as he screamed for help, then he ran away. And I saw something pass by the window, and then I heard a bunch of crashing and shattering and him yelling. And then I yelled back that I'd find help, and I was going to get the priest. And I just kept running because I figured you didn't even try to stop and help. You're trying to guilt us into going to help him, but you didn't even try and stop to help him. There's just one of me and there's four of you. Oh my god. Uh -huh. You didn't try and stop it. But if whatever I die and can't get the priest, then what good am I doing? You have those healing spells. What good too. are we doing then? I don't know. <laughs> We're uh, trying to stop the whole thing. I know. I just. What happens if we die while trying to help this guy when we could have gone off to stop it all? Well, that's why I'm hoping I find the priest. And he'll stop it all. And he'll save us all. That's pretty naive, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. Yes. Yes, Bri Bri has a point, Rufio. I'm really new at this whole religious and, like, protection thing, okay? I'm trying. It's okay. You're not trying very hard. <laughs> religious protection? You walk, ran away from someone who needed your help. But I healed you to go back and help him. No. You didn't know you were going to come across us. <laughs> I, was, I was hopeful. And look, the goddess, she led me to you. That's what happened. My prayers were answered. It's you. You're the answer to my prayers. It's you. Oh, <laughs> the, the goddess works in mysterious ways. It's what we've been taught. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're wasting time. He could be dead. You have to go. No, we we're not going. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you, please. No! What if I give oh, you something to go? What if I give you something? 
Uh, yeah. He pulls oh a bag God. off his shoulder. I took this from the temple. I'll give it to you if you go back and help him. Is oh. is this guy... The, this temple is the same religion that Dustin yes. is a part of. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I think Dustin's starting to feel like... He's like, maybe we should go check it out. <laughs> it might be for the best. I don't, I don't wanna. I'm begging you, please go. Please, he doesn't have long. He's gonna die. Okay, he, this Rufio kid is really pissing me off. <laughs> He's begging us to go help this guy that he wouldn't stop to go help. Oh, he's just one little pleb. He's nothing. Yeah, it seems that way. I don't know. I still say cemetery. <laughs> Kimmy doesn't like being guilted. <laughs> Clearly neither does Bree. His, his shoulders slump and he's like, I, I can't force you to, to not come. I mean, I can't No, and we're all wasting time. All it's right. true. All right, then. Uh, oh. I really looks, don't like it. He looks it. over his shoulder. He looks back toward the way he came. And he mutters, Goddess, forgive me. I hope the old man's all right. Well, I guess I'm going north now. I mean, I guess if you're coming with me, then we have to go. Yeah, I guess that's it. We're going. Okay. So uh, he slings the bag back over, you know, the shoulder bag back over. And uh, he starts running back toward the crossroad and back heading north again. Yeah. As you all follow after him. Alright. So, as you guys run, you see in the distance as you're running along, and it takes you, uh, you guys are trying to huff it, it takes you maybe about 25 minutes to close the distance, and as you do, the sound of this fiddle is getting louder and louder and louder on the, on the breeze. Mm. And you can see the cemetery looming ahead. It rises from the moor like a well-tended garden of stone. Rising beyond the gates past row upon row of headstones to a low hill crowned by a circle of ancient tombs. The fiddling floats from the cemetery much louder than anywhere else that you've been today. And now it's actually reached almost a manic quality. Like the fiddler is just playing and, and just really gotten into the groove of it and is enjoying it. Everywhere across the cemetery tombstones seem to tumble over and earth churns where things that ought to lie still struggle to emerge from the cold ground. From the hill, you can just see a single figure dancing about, racing around, jumping to and fro as if dancing to the music. And you think to yourselves, that's who we're looking for. That person right there. Uh, The road runs straight to the top of the hill So, if you can make your way past these undead that are rising, you think you can reach this person playing the fiddle. As you guys enter into the cemetery proper, you hear a low growl from the bushes to your left. And breaking the tree and bush line to the left of the path, this wolf creature starts to creep out into view. And you can see that this creature, its skin is hanging in ragged strips on its moldering hide. You can see ribs showing through the gaps in its bloated, putrid flesh. There's fresh blood on its jaws. 
and it just looks and eyeballs you both and it looks like it's got some kind of tattered material it's this sort of off light blue oh. looks like it came from a robe mm. like the color Rufio's wearing in fact exactly like the color Rufio's wearing mm. which brings Rufio up short and he stops and stares at it his mouth agape and it lets out a low growl and turns its attention to all of you and we're gonna stop there I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so. Well, that's it. All right. So we will stop there. And next time we play, we'll see what happens as you guys have reached the edge of the cemetery. Mm. And you can see the would-be, the, the fiddler dancing and prancing about on this hill at the center of the cemetery, moving through these mo- mausoleums and things. And the dead, like, you see graves, like, hands starting to pop out of various graves. You see skeletons lumbering around. You can see on various tombstones these little hands skittering. Oh. Oh. All right. So. No more hands. No more hands. So that is the end of the session for today. And we will let you know when we're going to play next. I think maybe maybe two weeks. If you guys are all free, we'll figure that out and we'll post. But until then, uh, does anybody have anything they want to share with anyone? Uh, well, uh, Jeanette and I are in Sean McGovern's Tomb of Annihilation game. Um, probably playing this Saturday or next Saturday, one of the two. But mm-hmm. there'll be tweets and stuff like that. So if you follow Sean at uh, Powerscore RPG on Twitter and Twitch and all that. Don't mm-hmm. know. Yep, that's about what I do online these days. And uh, other than that, we'll uh, we'll catch everybody next time. So we'll <laughs> see everybody later. Thank you for joining us for our Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures. <laughs>